With us today is Representative Bill Heisenga, and uh, he uh, is from Middle America. And uh, I like to get—I always like to talk to people from Middle America to find out what the heck is going on in their opinions. He's on many uh, committees. He's on capital markets. He's on uh, financial services, oversights, and investigations. Well, uh, good morning, uh, Bill Heisenga. Yeah, thanks, John. It's. Uh... How about Bill and John? That's a lot easier right. than, uh, than our congressman last name. Congressman Bill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've been a congressman now for, for uh, what, 12 years, 14 yeah, years? Yeah, so I'm, uh, Are things getting any stuff. better in Washington? I mean, I, I just, uh, I'm scratching my head. I'm, I'm getting a hole in my head from scratching. Yeah, well, Ed, I would argue that they're a little bit better with the Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives, and I think the leadership that uh, Speaker McCarthy has, has put forward and Steve Scalise and people like that. Um, has been helpful uh, to put the necessary speed bumps in front of this administration. I would like to go far, you know, much further, much faster uh, than uh, than what we're probably going to be able to do when it comes to things like spending and some of the other common sense issues that uh, that we ought to be tackling. Uh, but the most important thing is, is we have uh, had a, an administration that has been running amok in the last two years. We got a problem. We have a huge problem. Uh, and, you know, look, I, I try to be the middle-of-the-road person, and um, but the problem is what Washington and, and the administration has been doing, uh, everything they, they've been doing is hurting uh, the American people. Yeah. And uh, I, I've said this publicly that the American poor is getting poorer and the middle, the middle class is getting poorer. Uh, because of what they did with fossil fuels and with cutting down on on energy and 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 they're trying to push electric cars. My God, I mean, look, if, if people want electric cars, it should be voluntary. Yep. They're trying to force it down our throats. Yeah. And not to mention the the out of control spending that has brought us massive inflation, right? So. At your grocery stores, uh, people are seeing it. That's uh, well. That's it, all caused. Yes. That's all caused from goes back to the uh, the price of oil. Yep. The price of oil went from fifty five to one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty, and went back down. But the Saudis and the Russians say, "Don't lower it." Yeah. They cut production so they can get it back up again, and that's what caused food to go up. Yeah. And and price increases are always stickier than those price decreases, right? So it's. Wages, you know, and I had one economist in front of uh, in front of our committee at one point talking about an expectation of falling wages. I said, whoa, 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 hold on. You are insane if you think that uh, me as a small business employer, my family's in construction back in uh, back in Michigan. We do a little bit of real estate development. I own a sand and gravel operation that goes into ready mix. So you're a working guy. You got it. And uh, and. There is no way that I can look at Henry or Cody or some of these other uh, guys that work for us and say, hey, you know, I know I had to give you a 75% cent, uh, raise uh, per hour, but we're going to peel that back. How about you give me a quarter of that uh, back? And so it's only really a 50 cent raise now uh, that you're going to live with. They look at you like you're crazy and you can't do that. You can't do that to your employees. So uh, they, uh, they just have a warped understanding of how the business world works and, frankly, how I think the greater world works. Now, you come from the great state of Minnesota. Uh, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, I mean. Yep, yeah. that's all right. Uh, the great state of Michigan. And that's where they, uh, your governor is a little bit 
I mean, they, they want to choose your words on this. But she's a little bit a lot of things. I mean, she wants to shut down the, the pipelines. Uh, I mean, what is her mindset? Yeah, uh, quite honestly, I think whether it's the line five, uh, which is what you're referencing, uh, which links the upper peninsula and uh, and Canadian energy coming down through uh, the uh, the through Michigan. It's called the Straits of Mackinac that uh, that link the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula which is vital for energy getting down into Ohio and into refineries and, 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 and uh, as well, natural gas going back and forth. That's, those are pipelines that go both directions. Um, she's playing to the environmental left, the hard left, and she has done that time and time again, and it's gotten worse, frankly, John, because I think she's, uh, she's trying to set herself up, up for, uh, for future runs. Well, I'd li I like to get the opinion of middle America, like I said before, Michigan, uh, and... Uh, now uh, you, you guys make a few cars, don't you? Uh, there's a few, yeah. There's a few that come out. You, you of, have uh, Ford there. You have uh, uh, General Motors. Now, Ford, and I know the Ford family, and I'm sure they didn't approve it. I don't know who did. They said that they want to change all their cars in 2024, uh, whether they're gas or electric, and not have any AM radios or FM radios. I mean, w w what's the sense of that? Yeah. Um, I, my guess is uh, it's revenue streams, right? And and they're trying to be techie. Um, the the you know the the problem is is whether it's going to a full EV fleet, which is impossible. By the way, EVs represent about six percent of their overall sales, um, so they're kind of ignoring the other ninety four percent. But if you watched any of the commercials on television, uh, every single one of them is for uh, for electric vehicles, not their uh, not not their mainstay, the, uh, the gas fired. Um, but, uh, they, I think they've just tried to get too gimmicky. They've been, uh, playing to, uh, uh, playing to a lot of corporate pressure. That's one of the things that we deal with from the financial services committee is looking at shareholder proposals and the, and the proposals that come into publicly traded companies, not from people who are investing for the future. They're really investing for, uh, societal change. And uh, they will sometimes they're religious groups, sometimes they're just activist groups, and they'll come in, they'll buy a minimum number of uh, of, of uh, stocks, and then they will uh, uh, they will then uh, use that uh, to then um, try to get these these socially minded proposals uh, in place and try to name and shame that. And, and Ford has announced, by the way, that they lost. Uh, they separated out the difference between uh, all the cars they produce that they lost three billion dollars on electric vehicles yeah. but they'll fix it in the next few years uh long pause for <laughs> for doubt to seep in you know this is uh that's that's part of the problem is uh you've got business fundamentals being ignored and hopes and dreams being inserted in in those play in in, in its place and uh and at the end of the day and you know this, whether it's in your grocery business and your, your media business and all the other businesses, you know, my little sand and gravel and real estate development business, it's math, right? It's math. And you can't, you can't make the math defy reality. Well, I, and I said that same thing about uh, I don't mind electric vehicles, but it's got to be voluntary. Why force them down uh, people's throats? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't understand and that. And the interesting thing is the incentives haven't worked enough. So now they're going to start limiting options and start, as you say, jamming it down onto people. 
and uh, and then you're supposed to feel good about this somehow? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Congressman, we have a minute left. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you're feeling and what, 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 what you're most afraid of or what you want to happen in, in, in America in the next 12 months. Uh, wow. Um, uh, where, to, where to begin? Uh, what I would like to do is make sure that government is, uh, is within its lanes, its constitutional and legal lanes. And we've seen this, uh, this effort out of this administration especially to push it beyond that. And whether it's with Gary Ginsler at the Securities and Exchange Commission, whether it's at the EPA or, or the Department of Energy or you know, the alphabet soup of any of these governmental uh, agencies, um, this, uh, this administration has, has pretty clearly instructed them uh, to push beyond, to take on extra uh, territorial and, and, and extra authoritative powers. We see it in the southern border, uh, right? We were talking earlier a little bit about fentanyl and, and the, and the uh, impact there. Well, Dr. Siegel says more people are dying of fentanyl now than they are from COVID. Yeah. Well, it's and again, you've got a Customs and Border Patrol and a Department of Homeland Security under uh, under Secretary Mayorkas that are ignoring what they should be doing legally and trying to do things that traditionally and I would argue legally have never not only never been done, uh, shouldn't be allowed. And uh, and so answering the question, putting constraints back into government so it has a proper role in place uh, is uh, has got to be a primary goal. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, you know, let's pray for America because yeah. uh, we, we we all love America, and uh, and God bless. Yeah, amen. And I want to just welcome everybody and invite everybody to come out to Michigan, uh, the nation's third coast. Uh, great sunsets on Lake Michigan, and I especially recommend June, July, and August, where it's nice and warm. So, uh, but uh, well, come on out to Michigan. Thank you so much. All right, good to be with you. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno.